Welcome into the Housing Hour with Kevin Ray, a locally produced program devoted to bringing you a fresh perspective on housing, diving into the issues that matter most. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray is presented by Mortgage Investors Group. And now, Kevin Ray. Welcome into the Housing Hour. This is Kevin Ray. I am your host. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm here with Mark Griffith, our executive producer and co-host. We're so excited to be here to bring you some very fresh information on the technology front. We're just excited to be able to have the opportunity to share with you uh, what we know, and I think that something that you will want to know. Um, we have we have what we want to call our smart home technology uh, show that's going to dive into some of the things that you've been hearing about on the internet, you've been hearing about on the news, you've been hearing about on any type of social media. And for some of us, we've actually um, implemented some of this into our home. And it's it's a wide-ranging definition of what is a smart home, what is smart home technology. So we're going to dive into all of that as well. And after we have this show as a prelude, if you will, we want to have our guest, our special guest, uh, Steve Kleber, um, with Kleber and Associates and continue our Leave It to Kleber series where he is going to help us uh, dive in and unpack some of the newest and the most amazing technologies um, that he has found when he went to the uh, most recent uh, show, um, the, the, the I guess it's the Builder Show. Yeah, um, national, International Builder Show. And with those types of shows, it's down in Orlando, it was beginning of January, and, um, you know, the 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 lumber, you know, vendors and those type of folks. I mean, yeah, they have their little space, but it's beginning more and more to grow the smart home technology space. It's going to turn into a technology conference at some point, right? Yeah. And all of these technologies are starting to overlap. You know, all, everybody has their own device. So it's really kind of hard to sort out. Right. Yeah. So that's a good place to start because one of the things that most people struggle with is they think, well, what is it? What is what even is smart home technology? You know, and so let's we're just going to start at the very very basics because, um, you know, this show is not intended for uh, what is the people what is her name Kim Commando's listeners maybe yeah you know she she's probably a little advanced her listenership and, and that's nothing against you guys I'm in the boat too I've only learned because I knew we were doing this show and just some of my own but you've always um, per- been high tech uh, maybe a little bit yeah and I used to wear high tech boots it's a brand <laughs> but um so. Let's just start from scratch. And you have in your home many different operating systems. You have many different things that need to come on. They need to go off. They need to regulate themselves. Then they need to deregulate themselves. You have things that have to measure temperatures and things that have to measure air quality. You have things that cook food. You have things that just simply turn on lights. You have a variety of different things that are needed in a home. And so, you know, you look back in the leave it to beaver age and, you know, June was making, you know, the dinner. And then what's the husband's name? Uh, Ward. Ward would come in. He'd get his paper, whatever, you know, and there was one TV and it sat in the living room. And that's the only thing that you had. There was no, there was no smart home technology. There was no automatic lock on the doors. There was no Alexa. There was none of that stuff, right? I mean, we lived for years with nothing. Nothing. 
How did we live, by the way? I don't, probably better. <laughs> yeah, no doubt. I mean, because Ward on his way home driving in his 1957 Chevy or whatever he was driving. I don't know if that's even the right year or close to it. No, 60s. 60s. Okay. Well, he had he had a little bit older model. Okay. <laughs> um, but when he's driving home, I mean, let's face it, there was nothing in, to the car other than just an engine, a steering wheel, and accelerator. You know, you had seats, but you didn't have anything. You had no electronics. There was nothing. It was just such bare minimum. I remember when my parents would hit the brakes a little too hard, we all would come out of the back seat and fall into the floor. That's right. There was no seatbelts. Yeah. There was no seatbelt. And then, for, if you recall, even when seatbelts did come around, people didn't use them. No, we didn't. This is uncomfortable. Yeah. You know, it wasn't until it became a law in the, probably the 70s, maybe even 80s, where people were required to. But anyway, um, don't want to digress too much. But looking just from history's sake, because this one thing we like to do at the housing hour is look back in history to see where it is that we have come from so that we can understand where we're going and, and quite frankly, where we are. Um, sometimes we forget. And so, so I talked about all the, the operating systems in a home. And, and so let's tackle one of the first smart home technologies that came out. And that was the thermometer, like the temperature, thermostat. the thermostat. Yes. Um, you, you know, it was uh, nest was one of the leading mm-hmm. companies that came out with it. And that's been many years ago, but you could connect that to your iPhone, right? Yeah. And, and you would have it and you would, you plugged it in, it plugged in just like any other thermostat. But the difference was that you could read it on your phone. What's so funny? Well, I got to tell you about that. Yeah. Because we went to the beach and the beach house had a Nest thermostat. Right. Well, they say don't ever lower the Mm. thermostat below 70 because they don't want the electric bill to pay for. Right. Right. So, uh, but they would say. You know, it freezes the unit. Oh, yeah. So that's yeah. the classic, right? Mm-hmm. No, it does not. But anyway, so I, I look, what it really does is makes you comfortable. Yeah, <laughs> well, that's right. So what I did is I turned it down below 70 because I'm renting the unit, right? So I figured I'll turn it down below 70. Mm-hmm. Then all of a sudden I come back and it's popped back up to oh, 70. Yeah. And then I get an email from the owner saying we we like to keep the thermostat around 70. And I thought, yeah. that's strange. Yes. What a coincidence, yes. you know? And then I did it again. I got, they went back up to 70, got another email. Please keep the thermostat. You are now at 72 (laughs) for the rest of your stay. (laughs) And I thought, how are they doing this? Yeah, that's a good point. And and so then the question, and so that's, let's tackle that first, because um, you bring up a really interesting uh, dynamic, because if you're, if you're a homeowner and you rent your house out, is it your right to regulate the temperature in the home? I would say absolutely 100% yes, as long as it's not, you know, ridiculous. I mean, 70 is 70. I would think so. Yeah. Now, going into it, of course, you may or may not have to disclose that. You're at the beach. You've paid a very handsome sum of money mm-hmm. to stay there July 4th. You're supposed to be right. able to, you know, have and enjoy. And, and maybe your body doesn't regulate like others or whatever, you know. Um, so that, that's another interesting question because it does give you more control. That's one of the things that we all need to understand is that smart home technology does give you more control over more things and with more control comes more responsibility and with more responsibility comes more accountability and with more accountability, then that leaves you susceptible maybe to falling short, 
right? So that's right. So th- that's just how everything works. So the Nest was one of those first technologies that came out, and I've always wanted one. I mean, I, I never have actually purchased a Nest because um, we have a very strict budget around our house, and that's just not in it. And and um, but it could save a lot of money. I tell you what, it, it, it could, and it's hard for me to explain that to to my wife because she wants to see hard facts and evidence. I mean, she's evidence based. A decision maker, whereas I'm sort of a fly by the seat of my pants, you know, live by just simply living by faith. Well, they say opposites attract, so maybe. <laughs> and that's absolutely true. It is very true. Um, but anyway, there are many, many reasons why the Nest would be a benefit because here's a couple of them. And if you didn't know this, you know, you're welcome. One of the things is, is that it will begin to learn what your patterns are when the home needs to have a little extra warmth, when it needs a little more coolness because of simply the patterns and it can regulate, begin to regulate itself so that early in the morning, maybe it notches up a little bit or maybe it, maybe it, it, it recalibrates, you know, when there's more people in the home because it can sense that the, the temperature is rising R- rather than you having to go over and maybe manually adjust it. It's going to be able to modify and regulate itself. Now the, t- the gauge is supposed to do that anyway. For instance, if you put it on 70, no matter what, it's supposed to stay at 70. But if you're out on a, you know, you're at the grocery store and, you know, you want to be able to monitor it. Well, then that's when there's the game changer. You start to monitor it and you're able to say, oh, goodness, I left the house. I'm on vacation. I forgot to turn the thermostat up. Then boom, so easy. You just you right. just turn it up. It's no problem. Now, when we were in Disney one time, uh, just to add to your story a little bit, um, Ours, they did not send out emails or anything like that, but we would put it down, right? Okay. When, and because we wanted it to be very, very cold when we came home. Because it's so hot walking around Florida. You, you get home, and I've got 15,000 steps on my watch. We're coming home, and this is just at lunch. <laughs> and we're, I want to come into an ice cold home. Right. But no, 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 no. I, put, I would put the thing down to 67. Yeah. And then when I got back, it was at like 74 because I come to find out they had it already set it, at, at 12 at nine o'clock. It would go to this and you could not override it. You would push it to override it. And so I complained about that very, very strongly on that same trip. I realized that not only does the smart home technology, uh, you know, a part of the air conditioning, but it also regulated the pool heat as well. Oh. So mm-hmm. because you purchase pool heat as a part of your rental. That's okay. how it works down there in some of the areas. And so great, but you're not going to, you're not going to have pool heat after a certain hour. So they, they set that themselves. You have pool heat. We'll give you the pool heat, but it's only going to be from about 10 AM till about one. And then they're going to take a little break from the pool heat. So they have it sort of regulated and you pay for that. So we pay, you know, $250 for the week. We want pool heat. If mm-hmm. I get up at four in the morning, I want to go down. I want pool heat. Right. I would never do that, but you know what I mean? Right. So, again, that goes back to the whole other thing. But for, for most consumers out there, what a fantastic technology to have. And um, what are some other things the air conditioning uh, smart home technology does? Well, I, you know, I'd be, I've been wondering, and I don't know exactly, yeah. but uh, some of the – it's getting so involved mm-hmm. that I think some of the uh, programming can start to predict uh, failure. mm so, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. you know, so that's one of the things, you know, I've been been interesting watching when 
the failure occurs and if if the computer system can predict the failure contact the electrician or the heating guy or whoever it needs to be and then uh, tell them the part mm-hmm. that's even required and then come out and schedule and have it done before the thing goes kablooey see that's 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 superb because you do if it goes kablooey then you got real you're problems. down you're down and it could be days you know to get those things fixed but i think that's so, where it's coming i think yeah. that's where I, I think we're there absolutely absolutely and and the other thing too remember when we were at dr roderick jackson's homes that they had built as a part of the, the huge project that ornl was doing and the smart home technology, if you recall, going down into the basement and seeing all of those computers and it was it was monitoring everything in the home and everything yes. was. And, and as a matter of fact, it was simulating somebody living there, if That's you right. recall. Yes. So the water would come on. That's why the computers were there. The water would come on and, and, and it would it, because it was trying to learn. And so I bet you that some of the technology that we see on, on the market today probably was evidence-based from some of the things that oh, we no had question. been studying back whenever we first started um, our whole series on home energy. So so that's number one, I mean, the, the air conditioning. Um, when we get back from the break here in just a minute, we're going to start processing into some other things. Because before we get into other things, we need to find out, okay, what's going to control these? What are the motherboards? What, what's exactly the thing that um, we're going to be able to use in order to monitor these things so that's going to be a good conversation because you've got alexa you've you've got all well you have three or four google has one apple has one we're going to talk about that and we're going to talk about a lot more right after these messages right here on the housing hour Hour with Kevin Ray continues helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back to the Housing Hour. Kevin Ray here. Thank you so much for joining us. We are talking about home technology and we're excited to do that because uh, it's really an exciting topic. And uh, we have so many different things out there that that you can purchase. I mean, just go to your Best Buy. I tell you, I, I mean, I'm a Best Buy Elite Plus member. I'm the highest of the high when it comes to membership. And I have been to Best Buy probably a million times. And you can see it evolving even in their own showroom. Went from just a little section. You had just a couple of light bulbs and a couple little things, and it's it's just constantly changing. Well, that's as Steve Cleaver, who will be a future guest, says it has grown so far past locks and lights. Oh, absolutely. And and which I mean, but before we get to the hubs, let's do continue just quickly talking about the other things that you can put into a smart home. So locks are one. It's a very good one. So it's a very smart one. Um, also, in addition to that, cameras. Cameras is another smart home technology. And bigger. I mean, most of them are now very simple. Yeah. The the 1080p for the pixels. Mm-hmm. The, the yeah. Really that, high depth. Which is so advanced. And, and they're wireless, too. And wireless. Yeah. I remember even five years ago searching everywhere, and I was like, you guys 
there's got to be no nobody has wireless no. there's no such thing and i'm like i promise you that there will be battery powered wireless yeah it's unprecedented because you don't need wires you don't need any wires mm-hmm. and i'm going to talk about something in a moment that that it's going to maybe blow your mind i don't know but so um security systems is another mm-hmm. one yes. so so you have canary is is one of the cameras you've got uh, um protect america is one of the leading uh do it yourself security systems uh you have again we talked about locks um air conditioning uh we also have uh, another one that that i think a lot of people are using is um integrating their tv uh with all of these things that we're talking about. So, you know, you have smart TVs that not just are smart TVs anymore, but they're sort of like the hub of the smart home. It so really is. It's, it's incredible what you can do, you, you know, and your phone is an, is an integral part of all of these things. Um, what are other, other technologies that I'm not thinking of that are well, part I, of it? I, I music, what, music is another one, you know, it used to be how we watch TV, how we watch TV, but you know, it used to be Sonos or whatever that company was called. Mm-hmm. Um, you had to wire the house. It costs you an arm and a leg to have um, your sound going through the home right. in every room. Well, now, guess what? You can get Alexa, and right. then you get you get the Echo that goes along with it, or you get multiple Alexas. Well, they have the um, wireless uh, connecting to the Alexa boom, little mini boom boxes. Exactly. That's exactly right. But let's say, for instance, for my that kids. That are cheap. As an exa- exactly. As an example, my, my kids, we have an Alexa who lives in our kitchen. And then they each have their own echo that live in their their rooms. So if they if we want to, you know, call up to them, so it's, it's, a like, monitor. it's like an intercom. Uh, intercom. It's like an intercom. I can call from my phone right now if I wanted to and listen into their room. Wow. No problem. Now, um, a, 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 very, they get older. a very well known. <laughs> yeah. A very well known company here in Knoxville called Pixel. They're a really great state of the art um, marketing agency who do digital. They do a lot of different things. Um, I was over there uh, visiting with them just the other day and he was showing me their new Alexa uh, TV setup. It's, it's coming. You see it constantly. It's it's evolved. It's there now. You can buy it, um, but it allows you to watch programming through Alexa, but it also allows you, hey, Alexa, show me how to make sushi. And right. then, boom, it's going to bring up, you know, a video that's going to show you how to do it. Um, or Alexa, who's at the front door? And then, boom, your your smart home technology, which is your doorbell with a little camera on it, it's going to flash up. Alexa, show me Patrick's room. It's going to show me Patrick's room, the camera. I mean, those things are here now. This is not, this is not Star Trek or science fiction anymore. And what about, um, you talked about a recipe. Mm-hmm. What about your smart refrigerator that That's somehow scans yeah. th- your food items so it can tell you from the recipe that you want to use through Alexa that you, you order, have, yeah. where you have it, it give you a list. Is that real? It, it can. I don't know where we are on that, but it's yeah. coming. If it's not here, it is. <laughs> That's it is brilliant. It, it can be because of the barcode. Or, or let's say this, if, if you get down there at three in the morning and you're trying to get something out of it and it's, Kevin, you are on a diet. Yeah. You may not open the refrigerator <laughs> till 8 a.m. <laughs> the ice cream box is locked. Yeah. Sorry, Kevin, but you are 15 pounds overweight <laughs> from my previous scan. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I don't think that's a good idea at all. Um, but but yeah. the refrigerators now can tell yeah. you what's in there and what you need and give you a list. So there are smart refrigerators now that do that. Yeah. But what I'm saying is they can go through and tell you, um, not only what you need for that recipe, but they'll be linked to grocery stores and tell you what's on sale. 
So mm. that when you get the list, they'll tell you what aisle it's on. That's pretty cool. And you know, right now, Amazon, which they have to fix the whole how it works sort of thing, because they do have, let's say you've got paper towels and you you have in your you know paper towel, wherever you keep those, um, once it runs out, this the system will will acknowledge that it has ran out and it will order that product for you. Right. And there's some there's some uh, I think debate right, whether or not that technology is work. It's sort of like QR codes. Nobody uses those, but they sounded great. But maybe they're not as useful just yet. So that's something that has to evolve a little bit. Right. Um, so we talked about refrigerators. We talked about you know another one is. Uh, uh, Air conditioning, refrigerators, door locks, camera, security but, systems. But you mentioned the TV mm-hmm. uh, as being potentially your hub of yeah. sorts. I mean, I would imagine Alexa would be kind of the hub. But you know, right now that your your smart TV that you buy, you can you can uh, watch everything through like Amazon Fire Stick, and right. you can watch regular TV. You don't even have to be hooked to cable. Yeah, this is such an ever-changing situation because so let's let's this is a good po- moment to to jump in. So you everybody has a smartphone, right? You either have a uh, Apple smartphone or you have a Samsung or Android or you have an Android, right? And the Windows phones are sort of um, falling behind. There's even a BlackBerry resurgence somewhat, but you have a smartphone and they have app stores, right? Every one of them do the app store. It's what it's called through the iOS device. And then you have Google Play Store for your Android device. And you have the Windows or Microsoft, whatever they call it. So, for instance, Alexa and Apple, because Apple has an open architecture and they allow for third parties to come in and build apps. So Alexa has an app on the iPhone. And with my iPhone app, my Alexa app on my iPhone, I control everything with my Alexa. Mm-hmm. So with my Alexa, I could go uh, right now. I could play music throughout my whole house if I wanted to scare my kids to death. Right. I could control the, the, the level of which that plays. I can limit my kids um, time on Alexa. I can limit the, the, the types of things that it will do for them. I can disable and enable and enable skills that Alexa might have. Skills are things that that's what the Alexa calls it. So you have to, um, turn on skills. As an example, if you go to Alexa and you say something along the lines of Alexa, please enable the news talk 98.7 skill or something along those lines. I think that's what it is. So Alexa will say, okay, thank you. And then you can say, Hey, play, you know, play 98 news talk 98.7. And it just starts playing. I mean, it just starts playing. Um, their sister station, the sports animal, for instance, that we listened to course to Eric Ainge a lot. Right. You can do that. Um, it's really phenomenal what it will do. It, it's, it's incredible actually. And, and it's really a wonderful thing because it's advancing people's technology, but it's advancing their, their, their ability to enjoy the things that they purchase. And it all works, you know, very, very well together. But here's the problem. Yeah, there's a problem. There's a problem it is that these hubs like Alexa, Google has their own. Was mm-hmm. it Google Home? Right. And so, and you have these different that are not related. If you got a Droid, you're in fine shape. But sometimes, I mean, they're competing with each other. Mm-hmm. So sometimes products are tied to it that you can use with one but not the other. So how does that? How do you handle where you like one smart home type of technology, but it's not necessarily supported by Alexa? 
or vice versa? Well, here, I don't know if they made a pact or something. (laughs) I'm not sure if it was something that happened in Kenny Bunkport during their meetings, but they they somehow have worked it out because, like, I do have a Google Home app on my iPhone. Like, like I could I could use any of the Google Home devices, appliances, any of the technologies. I think they have acknowledged, okay, that this is huge and if you limit because the fact is there are two to one no three to one more androids on the market than there are iphones that's right because iphone is just one company and one phone right they're droids androids it's just an operating system that's all it is it's owned by google we're going to continue down this road i'm not kim commando but you can call me kevin and uh, we are talking about smart home technology been very interesting. We've got a couple of segments left. Come back right after these messages. The Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the housing hour again. This is Kevin Ray. We're talking smart home technology uh, when we were coming back from break. But real quick before we move on, we want to tell you that this show is presented by Mortgage Investors Group, MIGonline.com. Uh, you can go to the website, find the location nearest you, connect with them, uh, buy a home. I know spring is just around the corner, a couple of few days here. We got Punxsutawney Phil. We got that all happening. I think that uh, we may have a little bit more winter left, but it's just around the river bend, as Pocahontas says. So you need to get out there, get pre-qualified, get prepared. You want to get in right now so that you can easily get your letter of pre-qualification, and then you can start shopping for that home. I would recommend during this time of the year where, yes, it's very busy, but guess what's going to happen in March and April? It's going to be even busier. And uh, just like our very good friend who came on, if you recall, not just too many 24 hours ago, um, I'm waiting for you to tell me her name because for some reason it slipped my mind. Holly McRae, um, she was explaining great time to sell, great oh, time yeah. to buy because there's not as many people doing it. So anyway, MIGonline.com, 1-800-489-8910. Give them a ring. Definitely can take care of you. Tennessee license 37, actually 109311, I think is what it is. Anyway, um, the smart home technology needs to be plugged into my brain sometimes, which would help me immensely. Um, before we went to break, and Mark, you made the point about the competition. Mm. There's a lot of competition between Google, between Apple, between Amazon. Amazon. Those are sort of the three big players. Um, I, I mentioned also that on my iPhone, I can access my Google Home. From my droid, I don't have a droid, but if I did, if from your droid, I, I'm, I'm sure that they've enabled you to access the Apple products. But let's back up for a moment and explain to everyone what we're talking about. Because let's say that you have a nest, right? You mm-hmm. have a nest. So are you going to be able to control that nest from just any phone? Maybe not. Right. Maybe not. Would you be able to maybe download their app? For instance, Nest, maybe I, you know, I don't know. That's a good question. I can look that up. But what, where the, where the, um, the new technology and the new line of thinking is going 
hey, we need a hub. We need a place where people can control all of these things. Yes, you've got different companies, GE, you've got, you know, whoever else, you know, Phillips, you know, you've got these companies that are, that are offering these smart home technologies, but we need a centralized place. And that's where Alexa really beat people to the punch. Well, they do. And, but you've got other private companies, these kickstart programs, Mm -hmm. these Kickstarter companies that are entering into the market with these smart products. Mm -hmm. And, and, you know, their architecture is not always open. They don't always support the latest, whatever you have, Alexa or smart, you know, whatever. Mm -hmm. So it becomes a problem because not only you got the big three, but then you got all the small time, small businesses that are just getting started that have this great idea. Yeah. I had one that I'm, I was with blink, uh, Blink, which is a wireless camera, mm-hmm. and Amazon bought them out. They weren't they weren't twelve months you old. You just took the words out of my mouth because the good ones are going to be eaten up by these other big companies. Sucked up. No, you're absolutely right. So let's let's talk about Alexa, friend. That's the one that I have. I think did you have that one as well, mm-hmm. Alexa? So Alexa, you know, you've got the Echo Dot, which is what my kids have. You have the Tap, the Echo Show, which is right. the TV one that I was talking about. Um, those all connect and, and work really well with like the fire tablet or the fire TV, but Amazon did their due diligence. And, and of course you can download the app on your iPhone. You also, for instance, I've got a Kindle app on my, on my iPhone. No problem. I mean, I've got Kindle books on my iPhone. It's no issue whatsoever. So the thing that you also want to think about are what are some of the things, what is it? Tell me, Kevin, I mean, I got, I get what you're saying. What are some of the things that you can do with Alexa? So here's an example, Alexa, wake me up at 6 AM every day to music. Alexa set an alarm for 7 AM, 7 AM using BBC news on tune in. Alexa, wake me up at 7 AM to kiss FM on tune in. Alexa, wake me up to Adele at 8 AM. Alexa, Wake me up to jazz music at 6 a.m. You know, is that not just incredible? You can so... You can and it's do, all tied to your app. Every day when I leave the house, when my sweet little puppy is sitting over there in her kennel, and I don't know why I do this, but I always say, Alexa, play Harry Connick Jr. <laughs> and so... <laughs> you know your dog likes that? <laughs> I don't know that, but I mean, do you not like... I mean, isn't he a smooth... Or Absolutely. it's either Frank Sinatra or Harry Connick Jr. Mm-hmm. I don't know why I do that. But then uh, during Christmas, we would always say, Alexa, play some Christmas music. Yes. Alexa, play some traditional Christmas music. And then, you know, if we got crazy, we would say, Alexa, play some pop Christmas music. And then you'd get some uh, of the Backstreet Boys. I tried Gregorian chants, and it didn't work. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, But it does so many different things like that, just exactly what you're talking about. And it's amazing because it becomes your own personal assistant. Uber is another one. Alexa, Mm. Alexa, order an Uber for me. Well, um, and just that technology alone. That's incredible. That's incredible. Has left the yellow cabs yes, on the side that's of the like road. A, that's like a whole nother show even, you know? I we mean, really should do that. Yeah, one. because it's changing how we are transported throughout this um, universe. And how we pay. Yes. And Alexa will also transport you. Won't it beam you up as well? It will beam you up. It won't if you literally. Ask it. Don't call in saying, y'all told me it would beam me up and it didn't beam me up. <laughs> it, it'll sound just like the uh, Star Trek noise. Yeah. Um, so, Andrew, now here's where you start to, to see a little bit of a divergence or maybe a convergence, whichever way that you want to look at it or whichever one you have. But Android smartphone users can send me- uh, text messages through the Alexa app. OK, mm-hmm. 
That's yeah. n- iPhone owners, however, will need to use a third-party skill such as right. the mastermind skill. So that's where you start to see. This oh. is the, this is the complexity I was talking yes. about because yes. not everything is adaptable to the other. Yes, um, if you're a Slack user, which is like a, a corporation um, kind of a social media type thing, you can link your Amazon account to Slack and you can enable the chat bot skill for the messaging and collaboration service. It's fantastic. It's very cool. Um, Slack is basically just like like Skype for business is what it is, mm-hmm. but ju- just with not the phone part. It's like a, but it's a much better type of app. You can collaborate. You can share files and things like that. But you, can, but that's something that you can do with the with the Amazon um, Alexa app. Um, Sonos, I think is how you pronounce it. I'm not sure. You can stream music through your whole whole home. But I got news for this little article that I'm reading. Um, now that we have the echoes throughout the house, there's a way it's so cool because I've always wanted this in our home. You could say whatever music that you want to play, you can play that music in all of your home. So if you have an Alexa in your kitchen, you have an Alexa in your master bedroom, you have an echo in your kid's room an echo in your other child's room. And then maybe you have an echo show in your playroom. And then in your library, you have, I mean, this is your home I'm talking about, (laughs) but you have all these different rooms. And you can play the music throughout the home. That used to cost you thousands and thousands of dollars. And guess what? Um, an Alexa Echo is like under $50. It's it's wild because I remember back in the 90s, early 90s, the builders would offer in a, you know, in a oh yeah fairly nice home to run <laughs> Cat 5 cable. Yes, we have it in our house. The Cat 5? Yeah, it's ran to all of our, we don't, why would we even need it? You don't, don't need it. We do not need it. But anymore. it was like. $2,000 extra yep. to get it wired, yep. you know, in through all the house. Yep. And and that's where that happened. If you recall, around 2006, 2007, the builder started. They still actually, to be frank, yeah, they, still do it. The- they still do it. They still do it because some people want to have more, uh, I guess, I guess, flavorful sound. I don't really know why they would do it, but it's still available. But but why would you do it now? You, you, I, I just don't, I don't get it. I would like to know from a builder's perspective why they would still do it. I, I have no idea. Yeah. And but it's so so much more expensive to run Cat Five cable throughout the place. But now everything's wired. It's just amazing. Like you said, the the hubs are under fifty bucks. And my ninety mm-hmm. five year old father in law, mm-hmm. we got him one, there and he go. set it up. Yeah, he uses it. Have you ever seen the Alexa Silver um, commercial? Not commercial, but the Saturday Night Live skit. No. Oh, well, before we leave here today, I'm going to show it to you. It's hilarious. And those of you who have seen it will understand what I'm talking about. Um, nobody watches SNL anymore. I get it. But this happened to be one of the good ones. And it's funny because and it really goes along the line of what we're talking about here. And that has to do with who's using this. Well, some of our older generation, yes, they're using it, but it takes a little time to learn things and you have to be patient with them, but they parodied that whole idea. I bought my dad an Alexa for Christmas. Okay. Okay. And my dad and I, we set it up and we looked and we tried to determine what's going to be best for use for this. Well, it was very funny on Christmas Eve when we gave it to him. I saw this on Facebook. Because he didn't know what he was doing. He was calling it Alan or Alexis. He didn't know what he was calling it. But the fact was, he's using it now. That was the point of the story. So we're going to continue talking about Alexa. We're going to switch over to Google Home. All of that stuff right after these messages.
Housing Hour with Kevin Ray continues, helping you understand what's really going on out there and what to do about it. Again, Kevin Ray. Welcome back into the Housing Hour. Again, this is Kevin Ray. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate the opportunity to talk to you. This show is presented by MIGonline.com, Mortgage Investors Group. You can also find, if you want to go to thehousinghour.com, that's our mothership of information. That's where all, all of our shows, the treasure trove um, of all of our shows, you can share those with friends and family. We'd love for you to check it out. We've got a variety of award-winning blogs that we've completed over the years, won numerous awards. We're the number one housing hour show that there is um, on the market. <laughs> That's a pretty good way of saying it. <laughs> um, but we're talking about smart home technology. Um, and smart home technology has grown immensely. And it's so hard to define what is smart home technology? What is it not? But basically, it's a variety of things. And we were talking about Alexa. And Alexa is pretty much right now in the lead because they've been around for the longest. And they've had the most experience engaging with and building relations relationships with these numerous companies that provide these types of services. But you know what? It's not just, it's not just technology companies that they have to build relationships with. It's also other third parties like Domino's pizza as an example. Hey, Alexa, order a, please order me a pizza. Well, you have to enable the skill, but there's a pizza hut, there's a Domino's. So you say, Hey, Alexa, order me a Domino's pizza. Boom. Tough acting to act and it's done. And then it will even give you, um, because of the GPS that they have through through Domino's, it will say your pizza is arriving. It's amazing. Well, I love I it, love how yeah. like um, uh, some of the uh, taxi services for food. Yes, and you can put it on your phone, and yeah. you can follow him on Google Map. Exactly. Oh, that's funny. Why is he in Union County? I think something's <laughs> wrong. Right. So you can be careful. And um, you know, we talked about this too. This may just be the Alexa show, frankly, because they're so far be- above they are. everyone else. Um, one of the things we talked about wellness last week, but you know, hey, guess what? You can enable all kinds of recipes. You can enable um, this thing. It's called the kitchen, the Campbell's kitchen skill. Um, you can enable the all recipe skill. There's more every day that are becoming available. If, if there's healthy um, cooking skills, it will take you step by step through making whatever you want. But Kevin, coach everybody because there's a, probably a lot of folks that listen to this. Oh, that's just for those tech boys. You know, those tech people that understand right. this technology. This is simple. This is not. High tech. I was nervous when I, I mean, because I, I will agree that I'm probably, I am a digital native, okay? Yeah, you are. I, I know that, I understand what that means, and I understand what the responsibility is. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. But I do understand what that means. But I also understand what the digital immigrant looks like, and, and my dad okay. is one, okay? Yes. My dad is one, and we, we had the hardest time getting his green card to no, become a well, di- digital native. But it was very hard because he has these built-in um, things in his mind that just don't allow for him to sometimes grasp these things. I'll tell you what, it's, it, part of it is because folks of that generation are too smart. I'm, and bear with me here, too smart because these types of activities are, are so far-fetched it's like it's it's out of the re, the realm of possibility. Dick Tracy comic book type stuff. Exactly. And so they're in the real world. Here I am. I'm living in the future. I'm living in the past. And you know what? When you do that, 
what you're doing to today, they're living in they're living in today. A lot of those folks are right. So it's hard for them to grasp this, but once they do, it's it's amazing. You mentioned um, your 95 year old yes. father in law. I have the same exact thing as well in my life. We have a 95 year old grandmother, me mommy. Yes, right. That has got this technology, and she's she's nailing it, knocking yeah. it out of the park. So I've just been told by our producer that we have only one minute. That was probably the shortest segment in the history of Earth. But that's okay because we were able to cover a lot of segments or a lot of ground. And I think maybe Bob's model car uh, talk earlier. (laughs) We'll have Bob on to talk about because, you know, model car does definitely has a lot of um, technology that is enhancing the model car industry. Bob is really a great show. Bob Yarbrough is the hardest working man no question in this whole building and he's also on tv as well wvl tv if i'm not mistaken that's right um i've got to talk quick we want you guys to engage with us and continue the conversation we'd love for you to go to the housinghour.com facebook.com slash the housing hour check it out as well and mark is also his his calendar is finally open for birthday parties <laughs> if you'd like for him to come but guys um we're going to play the music now since he gave us the minute we're going to play a little bit of sound out music. We want to thank you guys so much for coming in to the housing hour. Check us out at the housinghour.com. We'll see you next time. That's the housing hour with Kevin Ray for today. Join Kevin and his guests each week at this time to keep up with the why and why not you need to know. So come here to find out. Also check us out at the housing This show is presented by mortgage investors group.